This your bright idea, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, don't call me up. Hey, we need to do a hurricane, uh, a hurricane party with former players. Oh. Me and Luke were talking about this. I said, you know what, man? I heard about Florida State doing something. Nobody does it. Thing was, we need to get together, celebrate University of Miami football, celebrate all the University of Miami players going into the Hall of Fame, graduate them. We're honored that you know they're hurricanes, and once a hurricane, always a hurricane. Yeah, this hey, this is a good thing here, man. I I, I think uh, it's a, a great idea. We can get on here, talk some trash. There's gonna be a whole bunch of other guys uh, logging in, but uh. Hey, 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 hi. Let me ask you something, man. From the first time when you signed and decided to come to the University of Miami, could you have believed that the brand is what it is right now? that you see it everywhere in the country. When they think of guys like Reggie Wayne, they all these great players. Oh, because. We had to go through that place. How shocked are you from the time when you said yes to where the brand is right now? Well, the thing about it was when I signed to come here in Miami and I was wondering if I did the right thing because I went to make it into Burger King. If you ordered a Whopper and you ordered two Whoppers with cheese, you got a ticket to a Miami game. Well, I was like, damn, man. And then my first year, they had band day. That's when they invited all the Dade County bands into the stadium, Orange Bowl, you know, to fill up the stands because we're playing, like, Colorado somebody or, or, or some team that's not real popular. So they'd have band day in the stands and the stop playing. You see a whole section gone. But um, I knew this. Tell her, give me a plate. Right? with the right people. And, um, you know, we started something here that I was, I was part of and it continued with all the great players. And, um, you know, these younger players that came along continue to make it even better, even more dynamic. And it grew into a brand that very few can rest of plate. I gotta tell you, man, when we were doing that stuff in the 80s, to see what these guys did in 2000 and the 1990s, Unbelievable, man. I mean, to see Reggie and all them dudes do, you know, when you had Mel Bratton and all them dudes in the backfield and Michael Irvin, Blades, and all them guys, think, man, these guys continue it, but they did. And at some points, they even made it better, dude. But it was pretty amazing to watch. We were doing to see what these guys did. Hey, Dan, let me, let me ask you a question. Uh, I wasn't playing with Jerome Brown back in the days. Mm -hmm. I miss that dude every month. Um, he was one of the greatest people to be around. I went to Brooksville a bunch of times, and now I figured out why he wore 98, because there was a Highway 98 that went through Brooksville, and he said, I love my city so much that he just loved it. I mean, Playing next to him, man, I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to play like him. I wanted to talk shit like him. That's why when we were putting that image out there the way we did, I took my cues from him. That dude, that dude was, without a doubt, one of the – he would be the, today, in football terms, Charles Barkley, because that dude was just amazing. I saw that motherfucker tear up Oklahoma once, man. 
and he just beat the shit out of an entire football team. I was there, and it was really remarkable to play next to him. I'll never forget, Luke, when we, when we said goodbye to him. One of the greatest things, Doc, it was so cool, was that when we went to Jr., my wife went with me, and everybody was, like, crying. We all took our ties off when we said goodbye to Jerome. All the Eagle guys, you know, Chris Carter and Rick White, all the Kings guys. It was really tough, man. What a, what a wonderful life he lived and what great parents he had. It was really something to be around him. And the story of Jerome Brown is incredible. Mama. That's uh... That's what's up. I spent. You played you played with uh you played with Jerome Brown, right? Oh yeah, we came in together as freshmen, man. And you know, the thing about Jerome was that you, you didn't piss him off because if you pissed him off during practice, you weren't gonna get any plays off at nine on seven. They just say, okay, let's stop it, let's go to something else. He, Jerome feels Jerome pissed off a day or something, so I mean, he was a dominant player, man. But he was a he, he was a great person, a, a, a ultimate warrior. First, he, he wanted to be the first off the bus, and he wanted to be the first. Yes. And I don't think Jerome was scared of anything. I mean, Jerome was he was that guy. Hurley, Hurley, you was on the same team, right? Let me ask you guys this, man. When we did our inside drill, and Highsmith and me and Jerome and. Benny Blades and all these dudes are going after one another, man. I mean, there's Brat and we're going full gear. Did the rest of those guys carry that on? Did you guys carry that on with nine on seven where it was one-on-ones all the time? Of course we did, yeah. That, that's what we were taught, though, Sills. Yeah. We were taught that by coming down there, watching Lonzo, watching Melvin, watching those guys. And, man, it, that was the only way we knew how to do it. You know, and I'm going to say this. Um, you know, as, as the years went by at the University of Miami, you know, I had to learn to play running back. I played player of the year in the state of Florida twice as a linebacker. I, I had to learn to play linebacker. And over the years, Darnell Bennett and all these guys, I used to say to myself, okay, that's what real running backs look like. I say, these guys were good, man. I, I, you know, I used to be so proud watching Edron James and Portis and all these guys. I never forget watching Edron James against UCLA go for 200 and something yards. And, and, you know, you're bragging to people going, watch this kid, watch this kid. I would go back. It felt so honored that people would come up to me and say, hey, man, who's that running back there? Hey. Who's this running back? Scouts, scouts still brag about going to the University of Miami when they'd watch one-on-ones. And Miami's best players went up against their best defensive back. And you're watching Andre Johnson go up against uh, Roll. You're watching all these great players go up against each other one-on-one and challenge each other. And it was – and they didn't think nothing of it. It was nothing – I mean, you're looking at one of the best players going in the Hall of Fame, and he's taking every rep. In Coach, uh, so, so there was a lot of great players that, that did a lot of great things to extend what Miami was able to accomplish. Hey, we got to stop. We got to stop. <laughs> Coach Solinger has entered the building. No way. 
What up, coach? Hey, coach, you on mute. You got you on mute. We can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Man, he old. He don't know. Coach oh, Sound. Coach hey, oh, there you go. Hey, Lamar. Coach Salinger. How you doing? Uh, Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan Sergio. I need you to do the volume. way, we can't get on this thing. I'm, I'm not tech savvy, man. You good? You good? You good right now, Coach? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, okay. I can hear you. I'm good. How you doing, man? You got everybody on there. Hey, Don. How you doing, man? Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I just talked to Art. I mean, I just sent a thing to Art. Art's oh, great. Good. He's, up in, he's up in Pennsylvania with his sister, and he's doing real well. Losing some weight. You know, he gained a lot of weight. But, right. you know, he's doing good. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey Don, I got to tell you this story, man. So, the day, get this. So, Art calls me one day. I won't name any names. You'll figure it out. Let me tell you something. Some piece of shit called me in his office and told me they were going in a different direction. I proved some of the greatest running facts in the history of football. Who the fuck is you? Is it true or not? Take a look at him here. Take a look at these guys. That's the 2000 room. Dude, look at that. Uh-huh. So, what's up? Nothing. How you doing, man? Hey, I like Who's that up? post in the I like that post in the background I see in your picture, man. That's man. you, bro. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. 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 You gotta come, you gotta come to Kansas, darling. Look at their letters. Picture of McGee. Hey, how many Hall of Famers we got on this thing? One, Reggie Wayne. I ain't there yet. Don't put me there yet, now. I get there. Reggie, Reggie. <laughs> In a short amount of time, Miami's caught up with that. Oh, I got back here. Where, where is that? I got Ed covered up by an ironing board. Go get another picture. He's good. Hey, Coach, Coach Solinger, let me ask you a question. Which one of these guys, you got, you got Frank on here, you got EJ on here, who else is on here? Which one, Donnell, which one of these guys gave you the biggest headache? Who's the headache out of the group? There weren't too many headaches, I'll tell you that right now. EJ never talked to me, so he, you know, he never, he didn't talk to me for a year. <laughs> You know when you you know when you are uh, a freshman and you're supposed to be playing and you got still on that bench. Too <laughs> <laughs> much to talk about. <laughs> hey Don, come on, man. None of them. Hey Don, it was Mel Bratton. Come on, man. Well, it was Joe, hey, Joe, Coach Mel. <laughs> oh, Alonzo, you know, Brodsky did. You know, I was coaching tight ends, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, Frank, Frank was telling me a story, though. Oh, when when uh, he came to the University of Miami, got put on the bench. I'm going to let Frank tell a story. <laughs> tell us a story when, when, when Coach CJ rescued you from going oh, yeah. to Ole Miss. Well, yeah, I, was, um, I, had commit, I committed to Ole Miss. And it was like the, the night, the day before, the night before signing day. 
Coach CJ was like, he came to my house. I was outside with my homeboys. They was like, man, you must be scared of competition, man. You know what I'm saying? He said I was scared of Porter. I was scared of McGahee. But, you know, I was thinking, shit, I want to go. I could go play right away three. I get three years and I'm gone. And uh, when CJ came to, um, and he came to my crib, I was like, hey, you, you know, you scared of competition. In Miami was the only school to say I'm out of the ranch because all the guys got to And I'm like, man, how the fuck? I'm, from, I'm, I'm the best back in Miami. I'm the top guys in the nation. I'm like, man, I'm, if I go to Miami, I ain't shit. I'm not red shirt, man. So I told Coach Sauce, and hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to um, go play and shit. The best thing that happened to me, though, when Portis, when Portis went down like in, in, in training camp for a week, I got a chance to go up against the ones and twos. And shit, I was just holding that bitch. 12 people in here. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, mommy. I'm trying. You know, the world want to know, Coach, how you manage all Americans, all these Hall of Famers. How do you manage all these running hey, back? The room, the room was pretty crowded, I'll tell you that. We all wanted a piece of the ball. I know that. I told him, I said, if you mess up, somebody's going to take me in there. You better not mess up too much, you know. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, EJ. Hey, EJ. Hey, EJ. Can you hear Frank? EJ, can you hear Frank? EJ got all that shit going on over there. He ain't got no good Wi Fi. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. What up, Frank? But I, I tell people, like, if I didn't go to Miami, I don't think I had a career I have in the NFL, dog. Well, you know you're you already know, man. Like when you went to the when you went to Miami, you already felt like you was going up against the best anyway. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about game days, you know. For us, it was, game day was throughout the week, and it's just like Kosai said, like you mess around and, and, and mess up or get hurt, you might not play no more. That, that was always our model. Our model was you get hurt, EJ said you get hurt, you're bad because the dude. Behind better than you anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Miami always pushed, you know, we pushed each other to practice. I mean, I mean, Luke was talking about the 101s and, and 907s. Man, our 101 battles, it was, it, it was epic. It was epic. Like, it's been plenty of times when we're doing our one-on-ones and the rest of practice stop and just watch our one-on-one battles. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dude. that's what it was. You know, Dude. everybody just watching, man. That, sh- that shit was a movie. Man, NFL, I've been scouting, I've been in the NFL personnel side for 23 years, and I still have old scouts come and tell me about Reggie Wayne in practice, Andre Johnson, all these guys, how they practice. And the greatest thing I used to, the thing I really liked was when, when I talked to NFL scouts who used to go to Miami, they tell me. Everything I ever wanted to know about a player, I just go watch Miami practice. Yeah, that's all I had to do. He said they're getting ready to play the biggest game of the year. Shit on Thursday, they're having a knockout drag out on the field. I didn't know they were playing. I thought they were. Playing. <laughs> and, and and I'm gonna just tell you this: I thought I was a pretty good running back. Not you know, shit. They trying to knock the shit out of me in practice. I thought you <laughs> was a good running back. Yeah. Hey, hey they t- they're over there yelling about drag him to the ground. Game tackle and I say, hey man, don't I gotta play Saturday? Oh, we can get somebody else in there. Oh, yeah. 
Check this out. And Don, you know this too. So don't let that smile ever fool you about Highsmith. So Highsmith walks to the center of the field. Brian Bosworth's on the other side. We're standing behind. He's got Jerome next to him and my homie Winston Moss. And I hear hear Alonzo go, fuck you, bitch. We ain't afraid of you. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, bitch. And we ain't shaking your hand. On national television, we don't shake your hand and start the game and the rest through a 15-yard penalty. Am I right, Don? They do a 15-yard penalty on them. We wouldn't shake the fucking hand. Wait a minute, Joe. Tell them about Oklahoma. When we went to Oklahoma, where did we run? Hey, so Oklahoma's never lost a home opening day. Jimmy Johnson's he nervous, you know. Oklahoma's Oklahoma. So Jerome and all of us on the bus was like, man, you can't play with us. Anyway, we get off the bus, Oklahoma walking up in the end zone. Jerome says, you know what we finna do, boys? We finna run right through the exercises. Man, pushed on the ground. Oklahoma players were crying. Nobody does this to us in our home. I was like, that, that was wild stuff, man. I, I, I you know, I kind of think it personified the University of Miami and, and I and it set a tone for a long time. You know, you know the thing about today, we got a lot of good players, great players in here. Man, there's a lot of a lot of great players out there. I wish to be on this tonight. These stocks in the building, ladies and gentlemen. These yeah, stocks get up in here. These I like that backdrop, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Look at that, man. These stocks. <laughs> I like that backdrop, though. Holy shit, man. Hey, money. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro. Hey, Dang, man. Hey, Reggie. So. Yeah. Did CJ really abuse you? Because that's that, that's what everybody want to know. The world want to know. Did CJ really abuse you? Or did he, what, what did he do? Make now, CJ, CJ, which was our receiver coach, which is now currently the receiver coach for the New Orleans Saints, he didn't abuse us. But what he was, what he did was he keep it real. One thing about CJ that we respected, whatever we told CJ, he didn't take it personal. CJ can curse us out. We can curse him back out. We have we have a three minute, you know, fuck you battles going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then as soon as we get through, he'd be like, "All right, let's go to the cafe and get something to eat." So what he did, he treated us like men. And one thing you respected about CJ was he was gonna play the best dude. It didn't matter if you was a freshman, junior, senior. If he thought you was the best guy, then he was gonna put you in the field. And we already knew what it was. That once once you get your chance, you can't mess up. You know what I'm saying? So he threw us out there. But he, you know, he was tough. He was tough. <laughs> CJ taught me everything I know to this day. So when I was in the league for 14 years, it was everything that CJ taught me. I told my my coaches in the league, just me up. I'm pretty good. Don't mess up. Hey, look. Hey, look. And that's what it was. Hey Lamar, who was your who was your receiver coach? Tito. Um, 
teachers. Well, it was Albert Alexander when I first got there as a freshman. So, you know, I was – he would always uh, – with that voice, oh, boy, you got to – you got to do some things, and you got to, you got to get better. You got to get in that weight room. And I said, Cole, I don't, I don't, I don't really know about that weight room. That's kind of scary to me. He said, no. But and uh, you know, he was like, Well, you you might not play here. And then when he saw me out there catching that thing, putting my nuts on people's helmets, he was like, Boy, you might have some. You might have some, boy. You might be all right. <laughs> so um, and then I had uh, Bob Burkowski and Rich Olson. You know, um, but really. You know, I love those guys, but really, we learn from, from each other, man. We learn from the workouts during the summer where guys come back to Blaze, Brian Blaze, uh, Mike Irvin, Bill, all them guys would come back, Randall, you know, all those guys. You learn so much during the summer from competition. And, um, a lot of stuff, those guys, they couldn't even teach us. It's just stuff that we learn from each other and, uh, and the competition during the summer. And like Reggie said, the one-on-one battles were epic at all times. I mean, yeah, people lose the weekend money on one-on-one battles. Sometimes you couldn't even eat for the weekend because you lost your money. But we were putting it on the line because we knew how important those uh, practices were. And, you know, you didn't, like Reggie said, you did not want to be hurt. Because if you were hurt, you might not get your, your position back. And I had a guy behind me named Kevin Williams. And I, I sprained my ankle on my first touchdown catch against San Jose State when they told me I was going to have to sit out against Florida State. I said, you shitting me? You better, DM, you better DMS on that thing, tape it up. I can't let Kevin Williams get on the field. Yeah, no, he ran a 4 2 8. And we forget one wide receiver, Eddie Brown, man. Uh, Eddie Brown, baby. Eddie Brown. Hey, man, I'm just checking in, man. I can't be on here, so I got to go. <laughs> I can't say nothing. Don't say nothing. You can't say nothing back to me. So look here. I love y'all, Kings, man. Do this shit. I'm on Facebook watching. Y'all represent it right. I already know. There's only one University of Miami. Keep doing what we do. Love y'all. Coach Saul, love you, hey. man. All you. How you doing, man? There's your picture back there on the wall. Let me tell you, uh, Ed, Ed is, uh, uh, y'all know Ed working for the school, so uh, because, he, because he's working for the school, he can't be, technically he can't be on here uh, with us. And then because I coach high school, so they, they got all kind of rules. I mean, oh. shit. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to text Ed in about... Uh, 30, 40 minutes, I'm going to get my ass off and let him get on and let y'all do what y'all do. Alonzo, we're doing this party right now, but how about the parties that Luke would put on at the Fountain Blue, the top two floors, and then no, the no, 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 you can't tell those parties. No. Okay. No, no, no. That conversation might not still be. Uh, hey, hey, Don, you didn't hear that. <laughs> hey, all I know is you guys won a lot of games, bro. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but it worked. <laughs> I will say this, though. There was something that Kobe Bryant said when he talked to um, the Cleveland Browns I thought was interesting. We always had this kind of motto that. You know, if you're going to go out and party, you can go out and party. You're going to have you the next day ready to work out. Do your thing. You know, Do it. Yeah. always tell young guys this. It's all right to party and have fun and have a good time. 
but remember what your number one goal is. Remember why you're here, you know? And that was one of the things we did because nobody did it better than Darren Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 hey, Lonzo. How about, hey, Lonzo, how about Stubby, man? Stubby, yeah. you look over at Danny Stubbs and you go, dog, have you been back to your dorm yet? One thing about this, we parted, we all parted together. We all went out together, we parted So it was, it was, we held each other accountable. Like if you're gonna go out tonight, you better make sure your ass is up in the morning at that weight room time. Yeah. If you was late, or you was messing up in the weight room, or you weren't making your one tens or whatever it is we was doing, or we had we was waiting on you in the locker room. You know, oh yes. So one thing we did, we held each other accountable. No matter if we stayed out to five, six, bro, I ain't gonna lie. It was a couple times when we 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 left straight from the club and went straight to workout. Hey, Re Re hey Reggie, you see Last Dance with Jordan? That's a lot of the stuff we you guys did. Yeah, that's what we did. Just like Jordan, man. Yeah, we did the same each thing. Other, we put each other, you know, held each other accountable. That's the name of the game, man. Oh, yeah. I'm a dog. I've been slinging D for free. And I've been OG me since two or three. Got his first ring. I'm honey dipping all up in your dark. Cute face, thick thighs, say lies, spit lines. Yeah. See, I don't really got a type. She texts me high stranger.